Good morning, good morning. Good morning to each of you on the prayer call. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Good morning, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We welcome your mighty presence. Hallelujah. I was just listening to those song choices this morning, and they were wonderful. How good it is to be in the presence of the Lord. There's no better place. And he surrounds us with his mighty love. It encompasses us. It embraces us. Hallelujah. And we just love him right back. Amen. Love makes us feel his beauty. His mighty beauty. His mighty arms around us. Hallelujah. We thank God for his presence. Knowing that we're not only called, but we're chosen by him. We're handpicked by him. Amen. Welcome again to the prayer call. I want to introduce you to our team that's lined up this morning. My name is Sister Charlene Hutchison. I am your facilitator. The leaders of our house here at New Destiny. Church, Bishop C. Carl Smith, and Pastor Adrian Smith. We say good morning to you, Bishop and Pastor Adrian. We pray that you are doing well. We speak blessings upon you in the name of the Lord. We want to say good morning and send blessings out to our prayer call controller this morning, Sister Kemma Joseph. Our prayer call controllers, they come on way before we even access the line to make sure that everything is running accurately and smoothly. Amen. And we want to say good morning to you, Sister Kimma. Our devotion leader this morning is Minister Linda Lightfoot. How are you doing, Minister Lightfoot? Good morning. I am blessed beyond belief. How about you? I am blessed as well, sis. Um, I think there's, we're having some technical difficulties this morning. I hear a feedback, and um, it does sound like we're at a distance for some reason. Um, so, saints, let's let's just pray. Amen. We come against every interference, every interference in the airways, any interference, any obstructions, any hindrances in the spirit and in the natural. In the name of Jesus, we have the authority and we take authority over in the name of Jesus. We're doing a mighty work, saints. When we come together and pray in unity, that's the place where God commands the blessing. So we're we're not going to give any glory <laughs> to the enemy. We're just going to say, thank you, 
Father, in all things we give you thanks. We thank you, Father. And we just bless your holy name. Amen. Our prayer requests and praise reports that have been submitted will be offered by Sister Shirley Burke. Good morning, Sister Shirley. How are you doing this morning? Good morning, Sister Charlene. I am doing well, and I thank God for everyone that's on the line, and may he get all the glory today in his holy name. Amen, amen, and amen. I agree in full, sis. Thank you. Thank you. Let's go before Father again. Before Minister Lightfoot comes with the devotion, folks, let's set our hearts and our minds on him. Put everything else aside. Jesus, you are truly the center of our lives. Father, you are the core, the essence of who we are. And we just want to say thank you. Thank you for creating us, Elohim. Thank you. Thank you for being our almighty God, Adonai. Hallelujah. El Shaddai. Hallelujah. We love you. We bless you today, God, just because of who you are. Like the song says, look, I, I, I'm not coming for any blessings. Jesus, you don't owe me anything. All that I desire. Father, we just want you. We just want you. Nothing else. Nothing else will do, Father. Nothing else will do, Jesus. Nothing else will do, Holy Spirit. We need you. And we just want you. And we yield to you this morning. Hallelujah. Do what you want to do. Speak through the vocal cords of Minister Lyson. Pray through the vocal cords. A sister Shirley. Father, we yield to you. We have no other purpose for being on this call but to lift up our, our harps and our bowls to you on behalf of your people because you said to pray without ceasing. And we yield to your spirit. Have your way in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Minister Lightfoot, we're ready for you. Thank you. Good morning, everyone. I want to honor God, who is the head of my life. I want to say good morning to our bishop, Bishop Christopher Carl Smith. Good morning to Pastor Adrian. Good morning to the visiting pastors. Good morning to all clergy. Good morning to the New Destiny Church worshiping family, friends, and guests. It's a great day in the kingdom this Thursday, February 9th, 2023, and our topic of discussion is chosen to serve, coming from Acts 6, 1 through 8, and I'll be reading it in the New King James Version. 
Now, in those days, when the number of the disciples was multiplying, there arose a complaint against the Hebrews by the Hellenists because their widows were neglected in the daily distribution. Then the twelve summoned the multitude of the disciples and said, It is not desirable that we should leave the word of God and serve tables. Therefore, brethren, Seek out from among you seven men of good reputation, full of the Holy Spirit and wisdom, whom we may appoint over this business. But we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word. And the saying pleased the whole multitude. And they chose Stephen, a man full of faith, and the Holy Spirit, and Philip, Procurus, Nicanor, Timon, Parmenas, and Nicholas, a proselyte from Antioch, whom they set before the apostles. And when they had prayed, they laid hands on them. Then the word of God spread, and the number of the disciples multiplied greatly in Jerusalem, and a great many of the priests were obedient to the faith. And Stephen, full of faith and power, did great wonders and signs among the people. At this point... In the narrative, Jesus has ascended to the Father. Pentecost has transpired, and just as Jesus said in Acts 1 and 8, those at Pentecost received power after that the Holy Ghost came upon them, and they that received him became witnesses, spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. What began with Jesus and 12 disciples had transitioned the disciples into apostleship, and all new converts were now being referred to as disciples. And as a result, the church flourished and grew. With the increase of members came additional demands in the ministry and a new problem. It was an innocent case of oversight, yet the inattentiveness to the Greek widows caused a serious tension between the Jews and the Greeks. It was custom at that time for elderly Jews who were not from Judea to come to Jerusalem so they could die in the land of their people. Enough foreign-born Jews came to Jerusalem that geographic regions had their own synagogues. If the widows weren't fluent in Aramaic, had broken from their countrymen's synagogue, and were the least bit homebound, the apostles wouldn't necessarily think to check on them. And there arose complaints and conflict as a result of this oversight. And the word complaint comes from the root word gogimos, which means or refers to informal, non-public murmuring and grumbling. The enemy used the occasion to cause friction, frustration, and rebellion as a tool to disrupt kingdom business growth and activity. Philippians 2, verses 14 through 16 says, We as believers and disciples are to do all things without murmurings and disputings, that ye may be blameless and harmless sons of God, without rebuke, in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation, among whom ye shine as lights in the world. People were finding fault with gaps in service, but were not voicing their concerns to the proper persons that might have the authority 
to make adjustments or changes because the communication was not made to the proper persons and because no one offered to remedy the situation but only talk about it, the situation festered until it was brought to the apostles' attention. The Jerusalem church had historically been equipped to serve the Jewish widowed members because the lines of communication were open. Now a need presented itself as a need to serve non-Jewish speaking, sick, shut-in, and widows. The apostles understood the gravity of their calling and assignment, and with that understanding, they knew that there was a need to remedy the situation without drawing themselves away from full focus on their assignment. Acts 2, chapter 6, verses 2 through 4 says, Then the twelve called the multitude of the disciples unto them and said, It is no reason that we should leave the word of God and serve tables. Wherefore, brethren, look ye out among you seven men of honest report, full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom, whom we may appoint over this business. But we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word. This passage of scripture clearly demonstrates that kingdom business is not reserved only for the senior pastor. His assignment is to pray and minister the word. The need for the ministry of the deacon was realized and enacted so that the apostles could effectively minister the word and the deacons could minister to the sick, shut-in, and widows. It makes sense that judging by their names, six of the new deacons were Hellenist Jews, while the seventh is a Gentile proselyte. The word of the Lord says in 1 Corinthians 12, 13 through 21, for by one spirit are we all baptized into one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bond or free, and have been all made to drink into one spirit, for the body is not one member, but many. If the foot shall say, because I am not the hand, I am not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? And if the ear shall say, because I am not the eye, I am not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? If the whole body were an eye, where were the hearing? If, a, if the whole were hearing, where were the smelling? But now hath God set the members, every one of them in the body, as it hath pleased him. And if they were all one member, where were the body? But now are they many members, yet but one body. And the eye cannot say unto the hand, I have no need of thee, nor again the head to the feet, I have no need of you. 1 Corinthians twelve twenty five through 26 says that there should be no schism in the body, but that the members should have the same care one for another. And whether one member suffer, all the members suffer with it. Or one member be honored, all the members rejoice with it. And let me also add this very important point. The Lord allows us to be made aware of needs so that we might go to him and ask him what our role is in fulfilling that need. Oftentimes, the question being posed by a situation or circumstance points toward the person that notices, has a passion for, and is concerned for it. That means that some portion of that problem is calling you to duty, to answer and to solve the dilemma. 
I often hear people say things like, Minister Lightfoot, I just want to be used mightily by God. But when a gap in service presents itself, especially if it is minuscule, they do like the Grecians did. They grumble instead of rising to the occasion of becoming the body, hands, and feet of the solution. They sit idle, waiting for that great kingdom assignment. Unfortunately, idleness does not build strength, wisdom, skill, nor knowledge. Idleness does not prepare one for great works, nor does it draw opportunities for a great work. It causes whatever gift you may have to lie dormant. Strength, wisdom, skill, and knowledge are gained through sowing service. Service brings opportunity for more service, growth, and promotion. The Lord likes willing workers. He gives more opportunity to those who seize the moment to serve. The idle mind is the devil's workshop. Woe unto those who occupy themselves with idleness. Doors of opportunity will rarely open to them. And so keep that in mind. The Lord has imparted a gift in each one of us. And that gift is not to lie dormant. It is to be exercised. It is to be developed. It is to be strengthened and used to the glory of God. Let's do that today, moving forward. Amen. God bless. Amen. Amen. Good word. Always so many excellent points, Minister Lightfoot. And I always say the same thing. Go back and listen to that replay so that you can get, grasp every point. Amen? We are called. We are chosen by God. How does God look on you? Are you serving well? Amen? Thank you, Minister Lightfoot. Thank you. We now want to swing to Sister Shirley. Saints, let's stand together in agreement and believe together as she prays. We're ready for you, sir. Hallelujah. Father, thank you for that mighty word this morning. And as we come boldly to the throne of grace by the power, authority, and dominion in the name of Jesus, shouting for joy and singing praises to your name, Father, for your awesome deeds towards mankind. Let all the earth bow down to you and sing praises to your name. Father, for your name is great and greatly to be praised. Praise the Lord, all ye people. Let the sound of his praise be heard, for he has preserved our lives and kept our feet from slipping and brought us to a place of abundance. Father, receive our worship and sacrifice of thanksgiving from the fruit of our lips as we bow in honor and reverence to your holy name. Come, let us rejoice in the Lord, for he is good and his mercy endures forever. Father God, we thank you for healing from all manner of sickness and diseases, for delivering and setting us free by the blood of Jesus, redeeming our lives from the enemy, crowning us with loving kindness and compassion, satisfying our lives with the good things and renewing our youth like the eagles. And for this, we give you praise and worship your holy name. Father God, we thank you for your kingdom that is in us and for our daily bread for every area of our lives that nourishes and satisfies us with your goodness and the joy of your salvation, which sustains us from day to day. 
Father, we repent for our sins and for the things that are not of your will for our lives, all ungodly thoughts, worthless deeds done in our bodies, but what we've allowed our eyes to feast on, our ears to listen to, our mouths to speak, our hearts to embrace, and anyone we may have hindered from trusting and believing in you. Father God, may we never forget to fulfill the vows we promised and spoke with our mouths when we were in trouble as we receive your forgiveness and we forgive those that have wronged us and others in society. Father, we thank you for every prayer request you have answered according to your will and purpose in the lives of your people. We give you praise for your goodness in the life of every believer, and may we never forget you are the creator, Hashe, and you are greater, bigger, and more powerful than anything we will ever face a need in our lifetime as we take our refuge in you. This morning, we have two prayer requests from the Walker family, asking prayer for their mother's back to be healthy and strong and for their new for their nephew to be set free from a false, insufficient accusation made against him. Oh, mm, my God, probably it. Father God, we bring before you Mother Walker, who has been dealing with pain in her back, and we are grateful Mother Walker believes and trusts in your word, and we stand in faith with the Walker family, believing you to heal and strengthen her back so it's healthy and strong again. Father God, as the Walker family waits on you to move according to their request, we're asking for your sovereign will in Mother Walker's life. Father, we know you are the healer, and we invoke the mighty name of Jehovah Rapha, the awesome healer, healer and deliverer. Mother Walker's back is healed of pain, strength, strengthened, and made healthy according to Jeremiah 17 and 14. Father, heal Mother's Walker's back and make it healthy and strong again, and she will be healed. Save her, and she will be saved, for you are her God. When Mother Walker sits, lies down, and rises up, may her mouth be filled with praises to your holy name. For your healing touch in her body, in Jesus' name we pray, Hashe. Mm. Father God, we bring before your face the Walker family's nephew, thanking you for his faith to believe in you, the God that loves him, and justice. Father God, you know the full and true details of the false accusations made against the Walker's nephew without sufficient evidence. So we're asking you to be his lawyer and judge in this situation, for you are the only one that can bring about true justice. Father, the Walker's nephew needs your help in this situation, and we're asking you to save him according to your mercy and let every lie crumble under the truth of your word and be dismissed from his record and let the praises go up for your delivering power and repentance come from the mouths of the accusers. And may everyone know this is your hand that has brought justice for the Walker's nephew as a witness to your love and saving power for those who put their trust in you. In Jesus' name we pray. Hashe. Father God, we lift our voices and cry out against all the violence in the world and pray for mercy, forgiveness, healing, wholeness, restoration, salvation, faith, and trust for everyone that survived, lost loved ones, all their possessions, and are dealing with the aftermath of accidents, shootings, senseless beatings, trafficking, abuse against children and the elderly, the mentally challenged individuals, and every disaster from flooding, Earthquakes, snowstorms, fires, blackouts, and murder of every degree. God, we need you. Father, we learn to trust your sovereign will in every situation and circumstance we face in life. We will give thanks to you with all our heart and will tell of all your wonderful deeds where you waste no pain, God. And everything works for your glory and the good of those that love, trust, and obey by faith the word of God. We will be glad and rejoice in you and sing the praises of your name. Hallelujah. Oh, Most High, who reigns forever. Father, you have established your throne for judgment. You rule the world in righteousness and judges the peoples with equity. You are a refuge for the oppressed, a stronghold 
in times of trouble. And those who know your name trust in you. For you, Lord, have never, ever forsaken those who seek you. Father God, we pray over the body of Christ at New Destiny, Oakland, Pittsburgh, and the Latino family for their focus on building a strong relationship with you and unity in their families according to your blueprint. We pray for righteous leadership in the church and our nation so the men and women who serve the people will do so with honor and integrity, working unto the Lord with grateful hearts. Father, we pray for the teachers and children in every school system for safety and loving kindness towards each other, no bullying and God-fearing teachers that will teach the truth with love and compassion for each student. Father, we pray for your anointing to rest upon your people with the spirit of true worship and service to you, our God, and the body of Christ. Father God, we thank you for hearing our prayers of repentance and thanksgiving for our supplication for the walkers, mother, and nephew, and hearing the cry of our hearts for those that need mercy, healing, and forgiveness. Father, may faith, hallelujah, rise in us, and we trust it your will for every request we have laid at your feet according to your time and for your purpose in the lives of every believer, every backslider and sinner. In Jesus' name we pray today, amen, amen, and amen. Amen, amen, and amen. Yes, we agree. We agree as touching here on earth so we know that the petitions that we've asked for this morning it shall be done of Father God in heaven. Amen. We want to quickly swing back to Minister Lightfoot. Minister Lightfoot, do you have anything else that you'd like to share with us this morning? Yes. Um, the church is where every believer serves and leads. And there are times where need outweighs calling. There's nothing inappropriate about a pastor picking up a shovel, a broom, or a stack of diapers. But there is something inappropriate about pastors being forced to set their primary calling aside to do such things while other church members are idly standing or sitting by. Although Acts 6 doesn't use the word, it chronicles the establishment of the office of deacon in the church. Diconia the Greek word for which ministry comes specifically refers to the role of the deacons who collect and disperse resources. It means to serve others by the command of someone else. A small leadership staff cannot fill every need in a church. Forcing infinite responsibility on them is disrespectful to non-staff who have gifts of their own. The initial issue is that the Greek-speaking widows are not receiving daily meals. Therefore, a supply of active duty members designated to perform that specific work is the answer to filling the gap. Let it also be understood that ministry is not only reserved for clergy. Every born-again believer is gifted to fulfill their purpose in the body of Christ. It is in him that we live, move, and have our being. In him is the light of men. I encourage everyone listening to find a gap to fill. Present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service, and let your light so shine that men may see your good works 
and glorify the Father which is in heaven. Blessings to you all. Amen. Thank you, Minister Lightfoot. Thank you. I want to uh, share a couple of announcements before we close out our call this morning. Please remember to send in your prayer requests. Send them in to www.newdestiny.online. From the home page, click Connect. Then under Ministries, click Prayer, scroll down, and enter your request. We've been called to pray, and we will pray without ceasing. Corporate prayer will be held at the Oakland campus this Saturday morning at 7 a.m. Please join us in person if you can. Please join us in person at the Oakland campus this Saturday at 7 a.m. where we come together for corporate prayer. Let's go before Father God again before we close out the call. And we do want to say thank you on behalf of Bishop Smith, Pastor Adrian, Minister Lightfoot, Sister Shirley, Sister Kenna, and our entire New Destiny family. As we close out our call today, Sister Kenna is going to put play the song Nothing Else by Cody Corns. And I just admonish you you all just to listen as you pray. As you pray, just listen to the lyrics of that song. Amen. The message today brought so eloquently by Minister Lightfoot was about being chosen by God. We're chosen to serve. This year, as pronounced through the the mouth of the prophet Bishop Smith, God is building up his church. And the word this morning, chosen to serve. We've been chosen by God. But are we choosing him? Are we choosing him in everything that he has told us to do? Are we choosing him? So as we, again, we're going to pray And I ask that you continue to pray as Sister Kimma puts the song on and just listen to those words. Father, we thank you for your word today, reminding us that we are chosen to serve. Your word says in Matthew 22 and 14, many are called, but few are chosen. We want you, Father, to look good on us because we are truly your image in the earth. We are the only epistle, the only letter that somebody is going to read. So, Father, may you look good on us. Hallelujah. Father, let it be so. That each one of us, each one of your your intercessors, your watchmen, your children, are of good reputation. 
Nothing can be spoken ill will of us. Full of your Holy Ghost. Full of your wisdom to carry out your work in the earth. Your purpose in us, Father. Father, we yield to your spirit. And we declare today collectively, today collectively, that we choose you because you first loved us and you chose us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Bless your people, I pray. Bless your intercessors. Bless your watchmen on the wall. Bless like never before as you build us up together. Hallelujah. As you break us through this year, Father, we give you all the praise. Jesus, we give you all the glory and the honor. It is rightfully due unto you. And we now sit at your feet and just worship you. In Jesus' name, amen. Sister Kemma, we're ready.